Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be how I talk about the recluse problem. Uh, it is a problem uh, in Destiny 2. I know you're going to run to dislike and rip me up in the comments. Give me a chance to make my case. I'm going to read a lot of stuff from Bungie today to make my case. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at twitch.tv slash say no to rage, or it's actually easier just to go to say no to rage.com. It'll bring you right to my Twitch channel. If I'm not live, you can click follow. If you're watching on uh, YouTube, you can always hit subscribe or like. So, we're going to jump right into the talk. I've got three uh, sections here on the recluse is a problem video for you. First, what's the problem? We're going we're gonna to talk about that first. What is the problem? And then second, we're going to talk about what's the argument? Like, what's the actual argument? What's going on? What's going on with the actual recluse? Why are people saying this? And then lastly, is this Icolos all over again? Now, the reason I'm going to end with this Icolos all over again, a lot of you are going to remember, and you're going to be like, Lono wanted Icolos nerfed, and it's his fault, and blah, 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 and I got a bunch of hate for that. Listen, I do not want to take away your fun. I do not want to take away your hard-earned loot, but... Bungie made significant changes to a lot of the damage structure in this game with damage perks, with crit multipliers, with base damage. They turned a lot of knobs, and I think they've made some mistakes, and we're going to talk about that today. I think Recluse kind of got through unscathed, and it's doing too much damage in a couple of different ways. So again, let me make my case, okay? Now, what's the problem? You may not realize this, but both the Breakneck and the Redrix and all damage perks were nerfed and toned down significantly. One of the reasons they gave us this was, and this is them, I'm quoting them from September the 26th is legendary weapons have become too powerful overall in many cases they even outclass exotic primary weapons so we're taking them back a bit and they talked about how rampage capped out at 67% damage buff which was 440% stronger than originally like crowd control in D1 so it had just evolved and mushroomed well beyond what it was originally intended to do in D1 rampage was way too strong at the moment, Recluse is still ripping through PvE trash ads way more effectively than anything else, and there's a couple of reasons why. Number one, SMGs had their base damage buffed by 22.5% to both majors and minors. Not just the minor trash ads, but majors as well. And the way that they're calculating this with the Master of Arms perk, you're getting like a 93% damage buff on body shots. 93%. So 67% was too high on Rampage, but we're getting 93% from one kill. Keep in mind, 67% on Rampage was tough to maintain. You had to get three kills, you had to run Rampage spec, and you had to keep getting kills to maintain it. All you gotta do is kill one ad to trigger both Feeding Frenzy and Master of Arms on the Recluse. It is still at this moment not been really touched by what they attempted to do with the loot system and I know a lot of people are going to make a bunch of points like I worked for it just buff the other weapons just use something else Lono I'm going to address all those criticisms in just a moment okay so keep in mind they've turned a lot of knobs I think in the turning of these knobs of base damage going up and crit multipliers going down and damage perks getting messed with I mean Onslaught and the the Redrix Desperado perk Onslaught and Desperado actually change bullet impact values while they're active so the the breakneck is doing like negative damage once his perk is active like it doesn't even make any sense th- th- those guns got broken so I think there's going to be an update I think they're going to fix the the breakneck and the Redrix in PVE and I think they're going to need to do a damage pass on the Recluse and lower that 93% damage buff to body damage probably down to like 33 on body if you want to buff crits that's fine 
it, it's really just a thoughtless spray weapon now it's it's you literally feel like you're overpowered when you're running it okay the minute you don't use the recluse there's a lot of interplay in the weapons i can run an auto rifle with demolitionist i can run a new smg with demolitionist or swashbuckler and they feel good they feel interchangeable the difference between a weapon with swashbuckler and demolitionist is marginal and i feel like i'm getting that trade benefit right if you go from an smg with a you can get swash up to five it feels really good it's ripping through same thing with my gospel i got a gospel with rapid hit swashbuckler it feels really really strong when i take that off and i run the reckless oracle which is the auto rifle from the raid with demolitionist and i run anti-barrier rounds and i have breach refractor on my armor i'm getting a grenade every six five to six trash kill uh trash ad kills which is great especially with oppressive darkness i'm constantly getting like a tractor cannon grenade that's a trade-off that feels worth it in walks the recluse it is outshining everything it is an absolute outlier in the damage structure nothing competes with it it absolutely decimates and i'm going to quote something luke smith said i'm going to paraphrase in one of luke smith's director's cuts he talked about they would have people play halo in the mid-tier difficulty because enemies would get to complete their their combat bad animations and a lot of what they're supposed to do and you would feel challenged you would feel threatened and it would make you feel cool powerful and like that was the best version of halo in his mind recluse is decimating all ads even majors so fast it does it trivializes so much of the content the only thing that actually nullifies this is match game and a lot of times you just wait for better modifiers if you don't feel like dealing with match games so i know a lot of people are going to push back they're going to say a bunch of things that I'm about to address. So what's the argument here? Let's have the argument. I'm, we're going to pretend that you're typing in my comments because you probably already have on YouTube. I worked for it. You shouldn't nerf it because I worked for it. Okay. That doesn't actually negate problems in the game. When the Ikelos shotgun was emerging as a weapon that was stronger than exotic powerful weapons it was a secondary weapon it was a special weapon a legendary special weapon and the Ikelos was doing more damage faster and more efficiently than leg- than exotic heavy weapons it needed to be nerfed okay it wasn't about oh I earned it how dare you take this from me it's a problem now some people are going to look at that and say now hang on though Lono just buff everything else aren't you the one that said don't break the train so we play with the blocks yeah I said that in certain contexts like when they when they nerfed machine guns and didn't need to it felt it felt very very needless in this situation I'm talking about bringing down an outlier to be in line with everything else Bungie set out to do again I'm applying their logic from their blog post on September the 26th when they said legendary weapons are too powerful they are surpassing and outclassing exotic primary weapons they have not achieved their aim because recluse is still better than every single exotic primary in the game don't even bring up huckleberry to me it's not even close not even close it, 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 they're not even on the same ballpark and when you run Huckleberry you can't run the seasonal artifact mods on them so you can't deal with the champions and you have to take off another exotic so if you're going into an encounter where having an exotic would be nice like Whisper or Tractor Cannon or something like that you, you have to take that off or Divinity so you're going to take off those exotics to run Huckleberry you're not going to this thing outshines it anyway Okay, it is outshining exotic primaries and the goal that Bungie has is to shave all this stuff down I should be able to switch between a bunch of different primaries as I just listed like switching from demolitionist to something with swashbuckler and that's complementing my build my loadout I start to feel that difference I'm changing mods on my armor all the time depending on the content my power is felt and I said this numerous times my token statement that I'm going to go to here is 
power is best felt when challenge and choice and I'm throwing in skill are experienced by the player when challenge and choice and skill are experienced that's when you feel powerful this is the opposite of all those things the recluse is not challenging to use it takes challenge out of the game it nullifies choice just run this it's the strongest and it takes almost no skill to use it effectively it's like if you go into content you got to hit headshots you got to hit snipe shots and you're nailing them you're hitting you're hitting cyclopses with a one tap on your on your sniper because you you've got your self specked out with relay defender and you wait for box breathing and you nail that shot that feels really good spraying ads mindlessly with a recluse does not feel strong i can make you technically strong i could take you into a developer environment and give you a weapon that one shots everything and i would be like you're technically strong do you feel strong no because power is best felt when challenge choice and skill are experienced okay so that's why just buff the other guns isn't going to work because you're going to raise all the other guns and just nullify and trivialize everything in the game use something else Lono that's another thing people say so they say uh, I worked for it they say just buff the other guns and then they say just use something else that, that, that's not an answer to this problem it just simply isn't weapons this strong break incentivization and it grates against and pushes against everything Luke Smith talked about in his director's cuts and what Bungie talked about on September the 26th in their blog post I'm using their logic I'm using their reasoning and their intentions with Shadowkeep to say that this weapon's out of step so if you tell me just use something else that's not an answer to the problem we're supposed to be having build diversity and variety in the game right now and this gun is a problem in that aim and Bungie needs to fix it. I honestly think this is what happened. I think it got it got through because they were turning too many knobs and they didn't want to murder it by accident. Like they murdered the Breakneck and the Redricks by accident. And so this thing like skated through unscathed because they buffed base damage on SMGs and Master of Arms didn't get hurt that bad. Lastly, let's talk about how this is Ikelos all over again. Here's the thing. You can dislike my video, you can insult me, you can call me stupid, you can call me an idiot, you can say whatever you want in the YouTube comments. I'm going to end up being right, just like I was with Icolos. Just give it time. That's all, that's all I can say. You can rip me a new one and call me dumb and say this isn't fair. Listen, they got rid of pinnacle weapons. I said they needed to, and this is one of the reasons why. I'm telling you they needed Icolos to be nerfed, and it happened. And I'm telling you this needs to be nerfed. It's going to happen. I'm not campaigning for it to be nerfed. Bungie's not right now watching this video, taking frivolous notes to be like, what does Lono say we need to do, okay? That's not what's going to happen. This is just like pinnacle weapon problem video, Icolos needs nerf video. It's the same thing, okay? This thing is going to be nerfed. Just write it down on a piece of paper and stick it on your fridge. It's coming. So what I would caution you to do, stop relying on it. Start chasing other guns. Start chasing other roles. Try different builds out. Try to find other ways to feel powerful because this thing is mindlessly powerful and it's going to get chopped down significantly. I guarantee you they're going to chop this thing down maybe within this season, if not the next. If you imagine Recluse doesn't exist, there are lots of viable primaries right now. There's lots of ways you can switch things up. You still feel threatened. You still feel challenged. You still feel kind of like, I got to pay attention. I got to survive. I was doing that in the in the last fight in the raid. And then I put the Recluse on and I felt overpowered. So the minute this thing gets chopped down and brought into rain, it would still be a good weapon. It would still be a viable weapon. It would still be a solid weapon. They are going to pull this thing down into the spectrum with the rest of the weapons. It's going to happen. All right, and at least modifiers push against this some this gun sometimes, but those are very very few instances. So, 
I know this video is going to get hate. I get it. It's coming. It's going to happen. So you can get in front of that nerf and in front of that adjustment by maybe trying to find some other weapons and some other roles to build out and spec yourself around. As always, we're going to go to question and answer next. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me at SayNoToRage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about the recluse is a problem. A lot of hate probably in the comments. People aren't going to be happy with me, but uh, I wanted to talk about it. Now we're going to do Q&A. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at SayNoToRage.com. If you go to SayNoToRage.com, you'll find my Twitch channel, and you can join these conversations. Hitting like and subscribe on YouTube also helps me out. So we're going to jump right into the questions. We had a super long interlude about the Eververse. I might have to do a video about the Eververse after that talk. So, Shane Bax says, Do you think that Bungie didn't nerf Recluse to push players into the Crucible with the changes to comp? Nerfing Recluse would kill the carrot for the majority that haven't engaged comp. Pardon me, I had to sneeze. Um, I don't think that was what happened. My very sort of armchair theory, I don't work at Bungie, I got no clue what happened, is they were turning a lot of knobs, and I think the Breakneck and the Redrix were collateral damage, and I think the Recluse slipped through. That like, And I know that seems like, how on earth could that happen? I, they were doing a lot with this DLC. If you go back and you look at the blog posts that led to Shadowkeep, Man, oh man, they were turning every knob in the game. They were messing with crit multipliers. They were messing with base damage. They were messing with orb super energy from every individual orb. They were messing with the subclasses. There was just a lot of knobs getting turned. And that's what I think happened. I don't think this is intended. I do not think that the breakneck and the redrix were meant to be like just obliterated while the recluse is practically untouched. I, I don't. I don't think this was meant to be a, a thing. Um, so, uh, I would anticipate something. I, I would think something happening within this season. They're not the quickest. Um, they're not the quickest. But I would anticipate them doing uh, doing something at least before the next season. Because to me, it, it stands as a pretty... It stands as a pretty significant problem. You got the, you know the four weapons in Vex offensive. You've got all the weapons at the Lectern Rune Table with Eris, uh, and then you got the raid weapons. And Recluse is just kind of chuckling at all of them. Um, so uh, let's move on to the next question. Just in time, I'm very torn on my opinion with the Recluse, but I will concede it's powerful. How would you feel if it was moved to the kinetic slot? And the void damage was removed. I honestly feel like that would make it exactly what it's meant to be. Trash add clearing. You wouldn't automatically equip it either. Okay. I'm just going to keep throughout this question and answer. Okay. We're going to keep going back to this statement. And I'm going to keep reading it. Legendary weapons have become too powerful overall. And in many cases, they even outclass exotic primary weapons. Okay. Until that is not true about the recluse, it's not where it should be. Right now, the Recluse is absolutely blowing every primary away in the game. All exotics, all legendaries. And Bungie makes all these changes, and they made all these changes to Swashbuckler and Rampage and Onslaught. You know, they make all these changes because legendary weapons should not be stronger than exotics. That intentionality is completely shipwrecked by Recluse. It, it's, what's the point? 
What's the point in tweaking all those weapons, all those archetypes, crit damage, base damage? What's the point in doing any of that when this gun's just still hanging out as an exotic? It's better than exotic. If you made an exotic right now, if I snap my fingers and I could make this into an exotic, it would still be the absolute best primary in the game. It would still be an outlier. Within within exotic primaries, it would still <laughs> it would still be the best. So, I don't think the elemental damage is a part of it. No, just in time. That's not what it is. It's the damage multiplier. 93% to body damage. Okay? Listen to the logic. Just really try and track with me here. Rampage times 3 was capping out at 67%, and Bungie says that's too high. This thing is getting a 93% to body damage. That's absurd. That... Why should you be able to double the, an- the the gun's damage output to body by getting one kill? It can't. That can't be right. It can't be right. You kill one enemy and all of a sudden it's doing double damage. Imagine that you could do that with an auto rifle. Imagine right now landing one shot and in an auto rifle getting double body damage just out of nowhere. Let, wh- what? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. How is that okay? And it's, and, and it's not just for four seconds, so you have to understand is that 93% body damage is allowing you to spray kill, spray kill, spray kill, spray kill, spray kill, spray kill, reload with feeding frenzy, spray kill, spray kill, spray kill, spray kill. It's basically always at maximum efficiency. It just, I, it, it, it the, the elemental damage is not really the issue. It, it's it's an yeah it's an exotic weapon that you can pair with other exotic weapons. Now maybe they were trying to unseat it with divinity, but divinity is 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 you only need one of them in the group, so it's kind of like yeah, I don't really need to run divinity. I love the trace rifles, but man, yeah, one kill with any gun. Yeah, keep in mind it's one kill with any gun, so you could barrel stuff, you know, a, a knight with a shotgun and proc it, and I don't know. So, yeah, I, it's, I, I'm talking PVE, right? I'm talking PVE. A 93% body damage buff is just, you know, it's just absurd. It's just absurd, I mean. Uh, 15 months from Bender, thank you. But it would stop you from killing things with shields. I don't get why we aren't seeing that. Right, but re- here's the thing, though, right now, just in time. The overwhelming majority of primaries in the game that people use, a lot of the times are kinetic. A lot, like the hand cannons, for example. Ostringer, Midnight Coup, uh, Warden's Law, um, Before They Hurt the Breakneck. Um, So bringing it up here wouldn't necessarily change what a lot of people are running as a primary anyway. A lot of people are running kinetic primaries. So when you slow, when you slap it down here, this is actually in some respects more of a pain point because when you slap it down here, it really minimizes what you can run up here. You've got to run like a sniper or a shotgun, or you you can run Izanagi's. The fact that you can run this with Mida in PvP (laughs) is hysterical. (laughs) Like that's hysterical. Like you, you know, you run it with Izanagi's too in in the in the final boss fight. (laughs) It's just funny. Um, yeah, it's becoming comical the more I think about it. Like it, I don't think the elemental damage is really is really the the issue. It's the ninety three percent buff to body damage and the the ability to get it. You I mean just you just absolutely just spray. 
and again I want weapons to feel I want this weapon to feel good but I want it to feel like okay when I go from a swashbuckler SMG to like a demolitionist uh, auto rifle to like a, a rampage hand cannon they're all in the same hemisphere this is like in another galaxy Wishwash. Off topic, I know, but I noticed the Scarlet Keep can be selected in the Nightfall. Do we know if there's any emblem or specific loot for this Nightfall? Or has that gone away? It can be selected? Is that this... That's not this week, is it? I'm, I'm confused on what you mean. Did you mean to say it can't be? Or can? Because this week, if I go to Nightfall to farm... Oh, it can! Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I figured Reddit would have unearthed that by now. That's a good question. I don't, I, I would I, I would have figured by now somebody would have gotten something to drop because doesn't there's nightfall drop rate protection. So if somebody were grinding out Shadowkeep Nightfall like I don't know ten in a row, you'd probably get it to drop. Um, I don't think there's any new nightfall loot. There's nothing in collections. Everything got thrown in the collection. The only reason it feels powerful is because it can mow down majors too, because it pops shield. That's just me though. Yeah, but a lot of majors don't even have shields. A lot of majors don't even have shields. Uh, Robinson Hood. Do you think Recluse will naturally get balanced with the reset of the artifact next season? If the guns that can be equipped with the new mods are like autos, sidearms, and scouts, I think that is the role of the artifact so Bungie doesn't have to keep buffing and nerfing. Um, that is obviously going to be a soft push away. Yes. If you next season can't put artifact mods on this and let's say you need overload or anti-barrier and you're like, oh, I can't put them on the recluse. Oh no. Um, that's a soft push away from it. But you have to remember this gun isn't, doesn't need that. Like 90% of the time that I'm using it in the, uh... 90% 90% of the time I'm using in like the raid there's like one of those champions showing up now when you get into like the nightmare hunts you get into the nightfalls sure recluse will get knocked off the table if it can't equip the artifact stuff um, but I don't know I think even in meat and potatoes content it just feels ludicrous like I don't even have to aim it I just hip fire it I just mow everything down um, I would still be pulling this out significant. you know a lot of the times you could run double primary um, I don't know I don't know if that's enough. I think, here's the thing. I think the system, I think the, the hierarchy of weapons should be should be logical apart from the artifact. The artifact should be coming in as like a little extra. You know? Um, I don't think it's fair to criticize Bungie for failing to bring the recluse down in this last patch. They did try to bring it down and I applaud them for not absolutely destroying the weapon. I'll continue to agree it needs further tuning, but I think they took the right path. Well, right, because it would have been really bad if they hit this Breakneck and Redrick's, and we were all like, well, they're crap now. Because um, what they did to Redrick's and, Bra- and Breakneck is really silly. It's like, what the actual frick? Neither of those guns were were that popular in PvE to begin with, <laughs> or PvP. Like, they got murdered. And that would have been, I think, even a bigger sour pill uh, for people to swallow, to be like, everything, all those, those pinnacles of all has been demolished. Um, so yeah. Uh, Mr. Self-Defeat. Lono, can't we just have one good legendary? Why is this such a big problem? Long live Recluse. 
the frick out of here. What do you mean one good legendary? Listen, they just introduced... They just introduced a brand new SMG, and it's called a Ritual Weapon. And this Ritual Weapon is actually really good. It's called the Exit Strategy. You can run Swash with Underdog or Threat Detector. Threat Detector and Surrounded probably pairs pretty nice. Uh, Threat Detector and Swash probably pairs pretty nice. This nice little sucker right here. This is a nice little guy. You know, it's pretty good. And uh, it's a joke compared to Reckless. So, <laughs> it's like, I, you know, I, this thing is really nice. I mean, look at the stability on this thing, as it was just pointed out in chat. Look at the stability. I mean, this thing is dope. But Recluse is just kind of like laughing at it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, I, I really like this, by the way. I don't know how, many, how much you have to play to get this, because I actually think it looks pretty cool. Ooh, and it's a kinetic. Ooh, it's a kinetic, too. Um, I don't like, I just don't like energy primaries. Uh, <laughs> yeah, th- that thing is really nice. Uh, the subjunctive is really nice, too. I have a really good role in the subjunctive, and I like running it. It's a really fun gun. I have a swash outlaw role, and it's a fun, fun little gun. I, 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 I'm going to try and maybe get a god roll on this. Um, and I uh, I think the minute you start, the minute you bring this thing down, okay, the minute you tone this down, the the more room there is for other weapons. And it just, again, it just needs toned down. Just toned down. It is, it's better than exotics, and th- that's supposed to be being addressed in Shadowkeep, and it just, it hasn't been successfully addressed. Jinja, uh, 300. In the last vid doc before Shadowkeep, there was gameplay of an escalation protocol type of mode called Altar of Sorrows. Do you think this mode will be revealed later on down the line, when the dungeon is released, perhaps? Um, it's possible that that's for Season of Dawn. It's possible that that's something that's going to change. Uh, it's possible. There's a lot of there's a lot of possibilities there. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of possibilities there. So I don't know. I don't know. I if if you want me to bet, if I have to put five dollars on the table and place a bet, I don't think Altar of Sorrows is coming this season. They would put it on the calendar. Now, Altar of Sorrows could be the name of the dungeon. Doesn't the dungeon already have a name? I don't know. Um, so. Dr. G. Nade. How will they rein in Recluse without killing it? E.g. Lunas Howl, Machine Guns, Rockets. Listen, I think they already know what they need to do, okay? If you look at the logic of what I've been reading time and time again today, it has been that legendaries are too strong, they're stronger than exotics, and they need legendaries need reined in, right? Because people are like saying, you know, buff all the other guns. You just you haven't been keeping up with my argumentation or Bungie's intentionality with the changes going into the season. They can't buff all the other guns. They're trying to rein in legendaries, okay? All you gotta do is approach Master of Arms with the exact same sentimentality that they went to Swashbuckler, Rampage, all of those. It just needs reined in. Like, truth be told, the 93% on the body damage, if that got dropped down to 33, this gun would still feel good, you could still enjoy using it in PvE, and it wouldn't feel ridiculous and stupid, and you wouldn't feel overpowered. 
if I go from this to a swashbuckler subjunctive, they're going to feel like similar. Obviously, the recluse is going to feel a little bit better because on the subjunctive, I've got to get up to I've got to get up to swashbuckler five for it to be at its best. And this thing's just immediately on master of arms. So it has that in its corner. It also has feeding frenzy, which is the best reload perk in the entire freaking game. So th- it would still be a pinnacle weapon, but the body damage getting a 93% buff is just it's ludicrous. There's nothing in the game like that. I don't know how you can look at that and be like, that's no, fine, leave it alone, it's powerful, stop. Stop it, Lono. It's like, dude, they're trying to rein in legendaries. They're trying to rein them in, and this one slipped through the cracks. You have to remember, they buffed SMGs by 22.5%. Their base damage got a 22.5% buff against miners and majors. So... Yeah, that's true. With Swash, you can play in a particular way, but again, that's contextual and that's intentional. Like, you gotta get that melee kill to get the five, right? On the Recluse, you gotta kill anything with any weapon and you get Master of Arms 93%. And if it was 33, any kill, any weapon, 33% body, and whatever they give you on the head, the crit shot's 20%, I think. Recluse isn't a legendary, it's Pinnacle. So, Pinnacle's better than Exotic with no restrictions on your loadout. I, thank you for agreeing with me. Uh, Jamarox. With the indirect nerfed swords, with Surrounded being toned down, do you think swords need another damage buff? No, swords belong on the energy slot. Swords belong on the energy slot. Um, you you, you tone, maybe tone their damage down, increase their ammo capacity, and throw them in the energy slot. Oh no, PvP! I'll be quiet. PvP is a train wreck right now. Anyway, just put the sword, put the sword, put swords in the energy slot. They're a gut buster shield popper. And then give us different types of swords. Give us knockback swords. Cause I would just love to knock an ogre back off of a cliff. Just, just watch him go flying like they do to us all the time. Um. Uh the, you could have bleed swords, you could have poison swords, you could have all these different sword types, uh, throw it into the energy slot um, just throw it into the energy slot, swords don't make sense in the heavy slot you have to you have to sacrifice an unbelievable amount to use a sword safety, you gotta close gaps you gotta put up with the universal stomp crap from every single enemy that's not like a red bar um I just swords belong in the energy slot because they would that's where they would land. They would land on shielded enemies and majors and that's where they would work. They just I, they just don't work when you have to run up to some some three-story, you know, boss and then boom, he stomps and then an ogre boom slams the ground. Like swords just don't belong there. Like just hang with me here, all right? Right now imagine that you're running a hand cannon, a shotgun, right? hand cannon and a shotgun and a grenade launcher okay the hand cannon shotgun and a grenade launcher what are you using that shotgun you're usually getting that shotgun out because like a major is pushing you like the nightmares you know they're an orange bar you gotta take them out pretty quick you take them out boom and then you get out your your grenade launcher for the ogre right let's say you're in sorrow's harbor and that's what you're doing you're you're using your hand cannon and then you're getting rushed by those little major nightmares and you get out your one two punch shotgun and then you get the buff and then you get out your grenade launcher the shotgun and the sword are interchangeable in that exchange. They're used within the same range. They're used within the same way. 
suddenly being like, well, if you want to run a sword, you got to go run up to that ogre and get slammed and punched and smacked and you got to close the gap and you know, oh, but then you get pretty decent damage. It just, they don't land, they don't land right in the flow of combat. They make way more sense. Think of them as a shotgun and they suddenly make more sense. So I actually agree with you on the sword thing. Me and Raging Panic, he's, you're still here. You're still here, man. We were buttonheads, and he's still here. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, hey, we agree on swords then. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why I think they need to do with swords. Doom too soon. Uh, a dub with five months. Thank you. Feeling wonky with nine months of subs. I missed that one. I'm sorry. Uh, Doom too soon. If they're worried about legendary weapons being too powerful, why are they putting mechanics on the hardest content that can only be tackled by mods that can only be placed on legendary weapons? Well, yeah, we were debating this earlier, and I couldn't believe people were debating me with this. I think this was just a mistake. Like, this is what happened, okay? Legendary weapons have a mod slot, and they said, oh, just throw those into that category. So overload rounds and anti-barrier just got slotted into... The, the, the mod category, okay? Exotics don't have a mod slot. So that is something that needs to be done with more intentionality. Bungie just said, oh, there's existing containers, there's mods. Just take these and slap them in there. There's a box for it. There's no box on these exotics, which means they got to go probably to each individual weapon and add that slot. And I think they need to. Huckleberry should be able to run anti-barrier and overload rounds like that shouldn't even be a dispute like I don't even understand why anybody would dispute that the whole point of this season was to like as you say was to push legendaries back and exotics are just left out in the cold if you go into a nightmare hunt or a nightfall at hard difficulty and those champions are showing up you're going to put your exotic primaries away because they can't run the artifact mods just not I don't think so that's why Arianus was built in barrier rounds well and the divinities got built in uh, overload rounds but they're both in the same slot. Like, I don't think so. I don't think so. That's only two guns, and that's only one That's only one slot, and that's only one type. I don't think you're right. I, I think it was a mistake. I think the advantage would be on the Ariana's Vow, you wouldn't have to run anything else. You could just put it on, and then, you know, that might get complicated. I didn't even consider Ariana's Vow. That it has shield piercing built in. Now you know what? No, I have a perfect pushback to what you're saying. You're using special ammo, and that's why it's justifiable. I li- I literally just thought of a counter to your point. This and the divinity use special ammo, and therefore are worthy of getting it to be intrinsic. Primary guns are weaker. Like, the Divinity is insanely strong and uses special, and the Arianas uses special. They're worthy of having that intrinsic shield piercing, and this has intrinsic disruption. I think that's totally fine. The Heavy Bow will have Unstoppable built into it. You are probably right, Eugene. You are probably, well, right here. Right there. Not will have it. We can already read it. Fires a massive Heavy Bolt that staggers unshield enemies. It's got Unstoppable built in. But again, that feels fair, right? Those are that's special ammo. That's heavy ammo. 
That feels fair to me. I, you know, there's that anarchy freaking mocking me. Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I, I'm holding the line on this. I'm holding the line. I was ready to concede a point that Ariana's vow and and the and the divinity were posing a problem to my anarchy, to my anarchy, to my argument. But given that they use special ammo, I'm holding, I'm holding the line. I think I should be able to get out the. Uh, I should be able to use the Huckleberry, and I should be able to slap on Overload or Anti-Barrier. I just the whole point was to raise these in prominence, and they're 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 already as this question intimates, they're already shelved once again because you need legendary guns if you want to run those mods in the hard content. Maverick playing Devil's Advocate here. Halo and Destiny are two different games. Why should Bungie look at power the same way? He's not looking at power the same way, Maverick. You're completely misunderstanding what I was trying to say and what Luke Smith was saying. What Luke Smith was saying was combat is best experienced when there is an element of threat and challenge. When you're one-shotting everything, it's like he said, when they wanted people to experience Halo at its best, there's all this time and development. You got all these guys over here in this corner working on all these enemies. They're working on animations, attack patterns, aggro, accuracy. They're working on all of that. And when you go in on easy and you're bam, 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 and they're all dead, all their hard work doesn't even land in the game. It's all, it's all, it's, it's, it's not even visible to you. You don't even get to see the artistry, or the the movement, the sounds, the sense of threat. It's not there because you're just, just one-shotting everything. So I've I think it's fair for me to take that and say that power, the feeling of power, you feeling powerful, is best achieved when challenge and choice are experienced. You feel challenged. You feel that your choice is landing on it. So when I go into nightmare hunts. I go into a nightmare hunt at Legend, and I turn on, you know, Supreme Nightmare Crusher, and I turn on Enhanced Nightmare Breaker, and I turn all those on, and I sense that power in my build, and I beat Nightmare Legend difficulty faster than I previously did, that feels powerful. As I've said numerous times, I could give you a gun that one-shots everything, and I could argue, you're technically really powerful, why don't you feel powerful? You'd be like, well, because it's easy. It's too easy. I'm just one-shotting everything. Oryx, one-shot. Crota, Axis, You're technically powerful. That gun's insanely strong. Why, why, what's the problem? Why, aren't you, why don't you feel powerful? Power is best experienced in a context where challenge and choice are felt. Look at that nade. Holy crap. Look at the damage we're getting. Oh my gosh, look at the numbers. Dude, these builds we came up with. This synergy as a team is awesome. Overcoming challenges is better than busting through paper enemies. Yeah, I remember my friends did that in Borderlands, and I never played with them ever again. Never. They ran around with with modded, overpowered guns, and they just sprayed. Everything just died in an instant. Everything. Everything just died. And I was like, this isn't even fun. That's a horde versus a boss argument. A million low levels that you can mow down, uh, but Cambio Run feels good as bosses. That can only one shot. Right, right, right. I'm not trying to jump and create a false equivalency. What I'm saying is, is that there's an enormous difference between fighting trash ad rhythm with this gun with any other primary. This gun makes me feel overpowered. Think about it like this. Bungie doesn't let us feel overpowered. 
even when you go into public space, the enemies don't die. They die faster, but they're like they're still a threat, right? You still got to kind of stay on top of it. You do a lost sector, whatever, right? You, they, they're still doing damage to you. When you throw this gun on, I feel overpowered. I feel like I'm overleveled. It feels like I'm suddenly delta scaled above the enemies. It's that's how strong it feels. It is. It's 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 trivializing the rhythm of threat. I just I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know how you can bounce around between primaries and not see that. Yeah, you're never more than twenty levels over an enemy. This makes me feel like I can get more than twenty levels over an enemy. It makes me feel like I can bust through the power ceiling and feel like an overpowered god. And well, we're supposed to feel like gods. Like no, not to that degree. Okay, next question. Maverick says, How would you nerf Recluse? I believe 33% damage buff with Master of Arms and remove Feeding Frenzy would put Recluse in line with other pinnacle weapons. No, you can't remove Feeding Frenzy. That's that's why it's... That's that's part of its... That's part of its panache. That's like its thing. You're, just, you're, you're moving and you're grooving. You just need to lower the damage buff. So the rhythm of combat feels more sensible it's like it's not that complicated it really isn't it did we don't need to completely decimate the weapon you just got to lower that damage buff green ammo fixes it you're talking about creating something that is just completely odd though an exotic an exotic hand cannon comes in the game and it uses special ammo and it gets a bunch of things for that this is an smg that just needs its damage buff reined in like, we don't need to make it an exotic. We don't need to change its ammo type. We don't need to hurt its other perks. It's just the damage buff. Truly, that's all the real... That's the only real issue. Leave Recluse alone. Yeah, I know, I know. I know, I'm the big bad guy here. Sloppy Octopus. Can one argue that trivializing content's, uh, content is subject? I think you meant subjective. Uh, hardcore players should consider casuals when considering nerfs to content that might not be as easy to others. Okay, there's a lot of problems with what you're saying. I just, I, I understand your sentimentality. Well, if you take away this stuff, the point is, you're arguing as a hardcore player. It, the, your logic is, is, is so backwards. We should leave overpowered guns in the game, outliers. Ikelos shotgun before it got nerfed. You know, this, the recluse. Like, we should leave all these guns alone because it makes it easy for casuals. Like, ugh. I think that's just really not good to think like that. I don't think that's good for the game as a whole. Um, and, truth be told, do you think casuals are running around with the recluse? Do you, I don't know. Um, <laughs> maybe. Uh, not a lot of them, I wouldn't think. Uh, I would say it's probably better for casuals to not have weapons like the recluse in the game because it becomes a barrier to playing with other people. Um, not all the time, but can. Um, also, I just think that the game should be harmonious and logical. It should just be logical. There should be a, a logic within the systems that, like, just having one gun running away with the show, it's like, why even? Why are we even playing a loot pursuit game with power fantasy and loot incentive when all you need is one gun to kind of, like, it nullifies also all primaries worth pursuing. Even a casual would look at that and be like, well, that's kind of dumb. I'm sitting over here grinding my butt off for a god roll subjunctive, and it's just completely outclassed by a gun that's been around for a long time that people already have. 
you know making love with 35 months dude you are one month away from that 36 year 36 month badge the three year badge 36 years I've been streaming for such a long time Captain uh, SRAS do you think it would make sense to dial back Master of Arms perk and give it the EP shotguns trench barrel treatment and make it available on other weapons well to the last part of your question no we can't start putting Master of Arms on other guns I don't think that's a good idea (laughs) Um, but toning it down I'm, I'm in agreement with it, it really is the 93% to body damage is the, the, the real problem. No one can make an argument that that's completely fine. Like, no one. I, no matter how much you love the weapon, you have to look at the numbers and just see how ludicrous the gun is. It's just, it's... <laughs> that's, that's not how... That's, it's not how guns are supposed to work. My gun's doing almost double damage. What'd you do? Are you standing in a well? Are you using a debuff? Well, how'd you do that? Oh, I shot a trash ad. Wait, what? (laughs) My gun's doing almost double damage on body shots. Man, how'd you do that? Are you using tractor cannon? Are you using a bubble and weapons of light? No, no, no. I shot a thrall. It was really hard. It was really hard. (laughs) Master of Arms should probably ramp up like Rampage and Swash instead of just being OP immediately. Yeah. If you take it all the way down to 33%, like I've been saying, I think it should proc immediately. If maybe you take it down to like 40 or 50%, it should need a ramp up. I think one or the other is fine. You either give it 33% body damage buff immediately, which is essentially what Rampage gets after a 3 stack, but that's the advantage of the Recluse, right? You get to the 33 immediately. Or have it ramp up, right? have it ramp up and maybe it could go a little bit higher maybe to 40 maybe to 50% body damage that still might be a little too much because the other ones are capping out way before that I think the advantage of the recluse would be you guys can ramp up to like 30 and 33% I get there right away 50% is still pretty dadgum high I still don't know if anything would come close to it even in the exotic realm if you ramp up to 50, I might be okay with it because you're not always at 50. The first couple of ads you kill are in the 20 to 30 range. And then once you get to 50, you're, you're running out of ads at that point. Right now, it's 93 immediately. And that's an enormous problem. Josh with the spoon. Hey, Lono, do you think Bungie should completely rework some of the place that pinnacle weapons instead of just changing some numbers? Obviously, that's harder to do, but it could put some pinnacle weapons in line with Bungie intended them to be unique gimmicky weapons. Personally, I don't want them to spend too much time messing with old pinnacle weapons. Like, if they can get them right, then get them right and leave them be. We don't need to shift a bunch of them around. Uh, Lead potato aim. Make Master of Arms stack like Swashbuckler. Yeah, I mean, it seems like the people that are at least in agreement with me are, are, are setting their sights on, like, Master needs tweaked. Um, if it's 33, why would I ever use Rampage Swash? Why would I have to kill more adds to spec to damage that I can get instantly? Well, that's my point, Talion. It still needs to be a little bit better than the other weapons because it is a pinnacle. However... If you dropped it down to 33 and you got it immediately, then what you're doing is now you're in a position of trading for power. Maybe you come here because you want Swash and you want Arc because of what you're running. Maybe you come here because you want Demolitionist and you're going to be running the anti-barrier Demolitionist uh, Breach Refractor build to just make grenades like crazy. 
Uh, maybe you're going to come over here because you want solar uh, to pop shields and you want to do it from far away. Do you see? If you rein it in, making those decisions is actually possible because it's like, yeah, it's it, they're all kind of within the same hemisphere. But, but right now, it's in another universe. If you bring it down to 33, it is still superior, but then it's within the hemisphere of these others these others can get close to it with the right effic- with the right efficiency with using it properly with stacking and, and and mowing through the ads properly but this is still standing as a pinnacle you cannot like i don't think you can take it down below and make it match the subjunctive i'm not arguing for that but you also want to bring it down to where going to another weapon going to this weapon it would still feel strong but it would it wouldn't it wouldn't feel overpowered. Right now it feels overpowered. El Pinto Loco. Do you think Bungie needs to buff strike bosses' health? I tried to show my new light friends some strike bosses, and most of the time they couldn't even see the boss or its mechanic because it would just die instantly. I I don't know if you're I feel like Maybe you're overstating this. So your friends are just going in and baking bosses right away? I don't know. I go in with people that know what they're doing and a lot of the bosses we can't bake right away. Well, I mean, not, not all of them, right? I mean, some of them maybe maybe Inverted Spire. But like, the Pyramidian, you can't really do that. I mean, are you doing that? I don't know. Your friends are just like, what, are they redeem in disguise? They know exactly how to max melt bosses? Um... If if you're if you're melting, I mean, maybe they should do strike. Maybe they should do nightfalls. I know strike bosses are really weak, but if brand new players are melting a boss, that's just weird to me. Um, even if it's seven fifty, they're still pretty. They got decent health. You usually got to do like a bubble, hit the debuff grenade, you know, weapons of light, and just go crazy. And that's really synergized. Um, Scarlet Keep gets deleted. I've not played a lot of strikes, so I might be speaking out of turn here. Maybe they are getting melted, even if it's an inexperienced player, but uh, the inexperienced players weren't melting he was. Yeah, I mean, if you're going in and melting, then that's your fault. (laughs) I mean, sometimes two Nova Bombs can kill a boss. Was Void Burn on? Just two Novas? Void... Take them into harder content, homie. I, I think strikes are meant to be meat and potatoes content for all. They're not meant to be challenging. So, no, I don't I don't think these boss fights should be elongated. Uh, we have to deal with enough stupid immunity crap in a lot of fights. So, um, you can't control the random? Yeah, dude, I mean, you're, if you're going to the strike playlist and there's a player in there that's been playing for a thousand hours, and he's going to bake. He's going to bake. And, you know, that's, that's just going to happen. Uh, Prydict says, do you think exotic world drops should be guaranteed armor if you already own all the exotic guns? Yes. Yep. Once you have all of the exotic guns, then I they shouldn't be dropping anymore. Getting a duplicate exotic weapon should never happen. That's I don't that's just not needed. It doesn't that's supposed to be protected against and it happens like crazy. Um, I've suggested a system where you could go to I suggest a system where you could go to Xur and buy something that's fairly expensive and it would basically be like you combing through his it would be like combing through the collections so imagine you go to Xur 
and all of a sudden he has a menu that looks fairly similar to this. Looks very similar. Like, oh, look. Oh, I don't have Thorn yet. That's grayed out. Blah, blah, blah. Now, obviously, quest line items you couldn't do this for. Um, so, are there quest line items for armor? In any case, let's say you come in here and you are a hunter and you really love Ophidius Faith and you don't have a good role on it. You should be able to go to Xur's menu, highlight Ophidius Faith, and buy what is like a little card with Ophidius Faith on it. And you buy that card. And that whole week, whenever you run Nightfalls, that's your that's your drop. That's what's dropping. What you got to go where like exotics are common or something. If an exotic drops in a Nightfall, you're getting Ophidius Faith. It's costly. It requires grind, and it would probably take you a while to get a God roll. Um, something like that that gives you a propensity of a drop rate. Now, a world drop when you're running Vex Offensive, I don't know. I mean, I guess I could see where you're coming from. Getting an exotic gun a second time is a a literal complete waste. But I could also see Bungie's logic and say, "Eh, it's a world drop, you know? You know, yeah, you got to exclude raid exotics. I mean, listen, if people are going for stats on an exotic, they're going for armor. And so there's no exotic. Is there exotic armor from raids? I don't think there is, right? So no. So you would you would be you'd be going you know I got a Kepri sting the other day, if for whatever reason I really really want this, you know, punching someone with a full melee energy will instantly cast smoke bomb, gain true sight while you're in your own smoke bomb. I love how the little beetle like his legs move. So, underlinked says, so what Destiny can no longer have OP coveted weapons anymore like in Destiny one you just aren't really landing on the landscape of the argument um having op coveted weapons is not in line with everything i've read today from bungie when they said that legendary weapons are too powerful and 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 some are even more powerful than exotics bungie indicated that as a problem they're trying to address it the recluse is still the strongest primary in the game and it is stronger than all exotic primaries therefore according to Bungie's own logic and intention with game design it needs to be brought down your question is pointless in light of what they've said uh bug face is it 100% confirmed that there will not be trials or something coming back well I think they've really hinted I think they've really hinted uh you know at that it's coming back they're testing 3v3 elimination in crucible labs so they could bring it out into a warmer climate or a warmer home is what luke smith said i mean come on they're bringing back trials that's why 3v3 elim is in crucible labs uh jal jalad jaladic says uh oh that's jal little oh for frick's sake what are the best mods for recluse pvp and pve I actually really, really like minor spec in the raid because there's no majors except for Angelics, um, and they're a joke, uh, and the Minotaur, but I don't kill the Minotaur with my Recluse, and I don't kill the Angelic with my Recluse. I kill all of the adds, um, and they're all minors. Uh, when you're going into stuff with Overload or Anti-Barrier, slap one of those on. Uh, I believe when you're in Crucible... Most people probably run, um, I honestly don't know. Do they run counterbalance or do they run targeting adjuster? I honestly don't know what people, people run backup mag for PVP. 
Couple. Oh, three people are saying backup mag. Really? Huh. I would think you would want like targeting adjuster or Icarus or counterbalance. I don't know. Freehand grip. Man, so many people are saying backup mag. I would go with what's best for your playstyle then, because people are saying backup mag, but I can't see myself doing that. How many more bullets does it give you from the 36? You don't need to hit headshots? Four? You think four bullets in an SMG is worth it? I don't know. What? (laughs) How many... You're okay. Here's what I would love to do. People running backup mag. This is what I would really like to do. I would love to run a report of how many times they reload before they get to the 37th bullet. Okay. And how many times they go past the 37th bullet. Then I would want to run a report that says how many times do you go past the 37th bullet and it helps you and probably point out how like probably unnecessary those four bullets are I don't know I feel like you're gonna get a kill and reload gonna get a kill reload gonna get a kill reload gonna get a kill reload um I don't know I feel like you're gonna be reloading constantly uh and rarely gonna be hanging out in the in the bottom of the um bottom of the the mag I could I mean I could be way out of left field but I feel like if you ran a report and saw how like 98% of the time you're probably not benefiting from the extra four um I don't know we'll see yeah again play however you want I would think counterbalance I would just think counterbalance but again counterbalance may make such a minuscule uh, this may do almost nothing because you're always at close range and targeting adjuster is not needed because you're just spamming their body so maybe the extra four shots are more worth are more powerful than I think because you're basically trying to go from the next person to the next person to the next person so those extra four bullets could mean the difference so I, I could see it but again I just wonder how often it actually gets that low because maybe I'm a Call of Duty player at heart and so I, I reload too often and they, the, the more expert, more experienced players aren't doing that. I get a kill and reload every time. <laughs> it's just like kill, reload, kill, reload, kill, reload. What do you mean I'm reloading too much? What are you talking about? I just shot one bullet by mistake. I need to reload. Like that's just, I don't know. I just, I, I reload. I reload all the time. You do seem to have a reload fetish. It's not a fetish. I just played Call of Duty for a long time. Uh... Jarek bro with the brand new prime sub thank you so much for that brand new twitch prime sub enjoy your dope badge awesome emotes and ad free viewing if you guys are sick of seeing ads on twitch twitch prime you used to get it everywhere you went right now if you sub to my channel you will never see ads when you're here if you click here leave here refresh or come back you will not see ads as a sub so the easiest way to support me there's a bunch of people here the easiest way to support me is to click follow Uh, that is the little heart button and I appreciate everybody who has done that today Uh, thank you so much all the new folks it's like an interactive podcast we pick a discussion topic we go we go back and forth we do Q&A plenty of people have disagreed with me today about the recluse you are allowed to disagree with me but you're not allowed to insult me or other people in chat so we've only bopped I think one person today for being really disrespectful other than that it's been a great day thank you for being here if you're new I appreciate you very much I love this game and love the community but I do think the recluse is a problem (laughs) so next question um, ran- Rancor Ran- Rancor 
Do you think Bungie needs to have trading now that economy and farming god rolls is more viable? They could also monetize it for development cost. Trading should never come to this game ever, ever, ever. We don't want trading and we do not want re-rolling guns ever. Just no, 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 nope, no, no, heck no. Like Tracy Morgan, like, no, uh-uh. It just doesn't. It just doesn't work. Um, it just doesn't work. It, 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 this is one of those things that happens. I think um, people think, "Oh, this would be so good," and on the surface, it is. You're like, "Look at that! Look how good that would be!" And then you like pull it out of the water, and it's attached to all this junk on the other side of it. You're like, <laughs> "Just kidding! Better put that back down." in the water like you look at it and you're like oh come on Lono training and re-rolling wouldn't be that bad and then you pull it out and it's just got all this gunk attached to it and you're like ugh trading just brings so much bad stuff to the game like it would not be good Kelly Green why are people so worked up about the lack of a vendor refresh I don't get it okay I want to defend the people that are upset but I want to talk to them (laughs) I want to talk to you Um, vendor refresh kind of became a normative expectation once a year with Taken King with Rise of Iron with Forsaken it was just like oh they're going to refresh the vendors so I want to defend these people it's like wait why didn't you didn't refresh the vendors wait what why not Um, and then these people look at the Eververse, and they say, you guys put armor set in there. You're putting all those ornaments in there. Why couldn't you put stuff over here? So I get it. But I want to talk to these people. Number one, cosmetics in the Eververse are not equal to brand new weapons that have been created with new perk pools, with new archetypes, with new base stats, and all that stuff. It just, it's not as simple, okay? So stop comparing it to Eververse. It's not the same. Now, if you're not comparing it to Eververse and you're just like, come on, man, you couldn't do a vendor refresh. Come on, what's going on? I happen to think that Datto made a really good point and he was quoted in a, in, a, in a Reddit post that trended and the person said, so much of the new stuff is momentarily exciting and then it doesn't matter. No one gives a crap about it anymore. So, there was plenty of weapons that got added to the crucible uh, loot pool and the vanguard loot pool and plenty of armor pieces that no one gave a frick about Uh, the armor is at this point it would just be cosmetic so I mean I guess they could have done that but maybe they're saving it for later and then the guns I just they're they for one I think they have to understand what they want to do with vendors first so let's get that out of the way too when you look at Ada and you look at Ikora, uh, I think they are the actual, they're the they're the blueprint for uh, NPCs going forward. I think that's how that's how they should function. Zavala should have that same the, the token system, and that's the internal currency. And then and then when you have that internal currency, you can buy those weapon frames. You can complete those weapon frames in the strike playlist. That, like, needs to come to Zavala. A very similar system needs to come to Shax. What's he got? What frames has he got? He's got his internal currency with the tokens. You use that to buy the frames. You buy the frames. You fill the frame. You get the gun. You keep going. Just like Vex Offensive. So, 
before we even talk about a vendor refresh, I really, really think they need to take NPCs and do them more justice. I think when you look at Ikora, Ikora is the is the is the blueprint going forward, and the lectern is very close. The lo- the rune table next to Eris Morn is also is also a this is how it should work like intentional grind a currency attached to it you can chase what you want so they need to do that to Shax and Zavala first before we start getting caught up into where's the vendor refresh because I I really appreciated the point that that post was trying to make on Reddit they're like isn't it better isn't it isn't it better to like have more intentional loot and loot that's more worth your time than just like filling vendors with a bunch of crap like go back to d1 you're like well we always got a vendor refresh back then yeah and 70 percent of the weapons were trash that no one used so it what's the what's the point in in giving them a bunch of junk that you don't care about it's this it's like this illusion of ooh it's new and it's fresh and it's a bunch of fake flowers. It's like it looks pretty on the table but it's not real. Like it's come on. Like I how many weapons did we just completely ignore in the vendors in D1? They were just bad. Nobody bought them. Nobody got them. So, that's why I I I I started with saying they need a, an actual vendor a, like quality adjustment first right do whatever you're doing with Ikora do it with Shax do it with Zavala do it with the Drifter three or four weapons a season intentional grind I got a reason to stay in the strike playlist I got a reason to stay in the crucible playlist after I get a handful of the guns I check their rolls I go back to the tower I grab them all again with the tokens I've been earning see how that works internal currency system gives you an incentive to run the content gives you a reason to save up those tokens use those tokens buy those frames get those guns grind that activity boom ship it like that's what you do with Zavala that's what you do with Shax and to a certain extent they're already kind of doing it Let's actually, during this talk, go make a comparison that makes me think that's what they're going to do. So I'm going to take us to the tower during the Q&A session. The reason I think this is so important is because it allows them to every season not have to do like a refresh. It's just, here's a couple extra guns. Just a couple. Then they could take the same system and extend it to the planets. So every season, like... You know, Devrim gets a gun a season one gun a season same system right you go to Devrim he's got weeklies he's got dailies he's got a weapon frame and he's got a currency for his planet right he's got a currency for his planet yeah 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 make all your dumb gameplay jokes in chat I know I never play when I do these Q&A sessions shut the frick up <laughs> I'll try and focus as I fly to the tower. I'll try and keep answering the questions. So that's what I think needs to happen. So I'm giving Bungie a pass, but I'm giving them a pass while being like, you guys better make good on this. Like, I'm giving you a pass. I get it. You were focused on the rune table. You were focused on Ikora. You were focused on the new activities and the new loot pools. I get it. But... You cannot ignore these vendors forever. You can't. Iron Banner could work the exact same way. Oh, how good would that be? How good would that be if Saladin were to show up to the tower and he would have the exact same system that Ikora has? 
he's got a he's got a couple of we- think about that that's what that's what they used to do right there'd be like a couple of weapons for that iron banner there would be a couple of weapons and you knew you like you come to the tower and you do your rounds you got you, you you go around all the different NPCs and you do your rounds and you check everything and that would that would work great for Saladin because you could say and, and Bungie could use that in their promotion materials. Coming up for Iron Banner, we uh, uh, he's going to have these three weapon frames this time around. You know, and then the armor pieces are just dropping no matter what. <laughs> so, here's why I think they're going in that direction. Everybody has a unified bounty system now. Everybody. Ikora, Eris, uh, and, and, and Chax. Uh, and does Saladin have this? Does he have the two weeklies, the dailies, and the repeatables? Anyways, I think this is phase one of acclimating these NPCs to the new system. And I think the new system... No, he doesn't? Okay, so so Saladin doesn't have it yet. I think this right here is an indication that he is soon to look like Ikora. I, I'm serious. I, I, I think if you go to Shaxx, you see the same thing. Right? It's the exact same thing. You go over to Shaxx, and he and Eris and Ikora all have a unifying sort of presence now of two weeklies, four dailies, and a repeatable. And then that's it. So I happen to think that as time goes on, you're going to see more and more of the NPCs looking like Ikora. If I'm wrong, and we get all the way to summer of next year, and they've done virtually nothing to these NPCs, well, then I think it'll be time for like a, come on, what are y'all doing? Like, what are you, what are you doing right now? Why are, why are you doing nothing with these NPCs? Come on. At the very least, start to bring back some of the old weapons with random rolls. How hard is that? You know? So you come to Ikora, and here she stands. Boom. Two weeklies, the four dailies, repeatable, and she's got weapon frames. You can do the, you can get these weapons as many times as you want. They cost Vex Mine components. So imagine I'm standing at Ikora, and this costs ten Vanguard tokens, and I completed in a strike. I would grab them all. I would go grind strikes, switch my weapons accordingly, get a bunch of rolls on the Vanguard weapons, and then go back to Shack, go back to Zavala. I'd have Vanguard tokens that I've been earning in the strikes to buy more. And I'm doing these bounties while I'm in there. That ra- ooh, ah, just run Vex offensive for a little bit. Grab her bounties, grab her frames, and run Vex offensive for a little bit, and get into that weapon grind. And you'll start to see this is good. They need to do this with 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 Zavala and Shax and Saladin and Drifter. Like that's such a great system. So I'm giving them a pass, but it's a momentary pass. It's like you got you guys have got to make good on these NPCs. They need a better purpose in the tower. They need to be like Ikora. Uh, Santana himself says, if I dismantled my mountaintop quest last season, how can I reacquire it this season? Well, you probably have to go to Shacks, right? You have to go to Shacks, I would think. Um, this is a temporary system. It being temporary because Vex Offensive is temporary does not mean it's a temporary system. This right here, this system, already existed before Ikora got it. Ada had it. And still does. They're called weapon frames. Uh, Minky says, Do you think Wormhusk will become meta again? No idea. OG Anthony, Have you seen the damage numbers for Breakneck after Shadowkeep nerf? Apparently its damage gets reduced each stack. Yeah, it does negative damage. They broke it. Like, they need to fix it. I don't know what the heck happened. 
uh, a clown. Vendor update or random roll on old guns. I mean, you could do both. I mean, if it's free, nobody can complain about old stuff getting repurposed. I would obviously prefer new weapons, but at the very least, they could say, here's an old-fashioned Devrim K. That's his seasonal gun. Um, here's frames at, you know, Zavala for the Nameless Midnight and for the, uh, you know, the service revolver. You could have, you know what I'm saying? You give them a couple, a couple, a couple of season, and then the, and then you're done. Even if it's just like, you know, even if it's a weapon that was a kind of already in the game, it's an intentional grind. That's the point. Uh, K. Wait, 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 wait. Anders says, "Why are Titan Titans charge supposed to be one shot in PvP? If you think about it, Hunter gets a knife with no aim assist whatsoever, and it only takes half health. Charge even got aim assist." Um getting into the nuances of like what subclasses and what other subclasses don't have gets really complicated because hunters have great utility about leaving lanes with dodge uh, warlocks are really really strong in other departments like with melee and with rifts and then titans have like a preventative wall and an aggressive forward momentum punch I, I don't want to get lost in this in these weeds because like balancing PvP is always a no it's fine no it's not that's too strong it's balanced it has a counter shoulder charge maybe it should have tracking reduced its range seems a little crazy but overall I think Titans have bigger fish to fry and bigger problems than the than 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 shoulder charge shoulder charge is annoying. But if you're properly placing yourself away from choke points, shoulder charge loses a lot, uh, a lot of it. The frames are good, but I like the Menagerie Chalice better. Right, Vorktonimo, those are all just iterations of the same idea. You setting your target on a weapon, running content, and getting the weapon, and doing it again, and again, and again, and again, right? So, ad-free got pre-rolled. Ad-free is for subs, so maybe use the command. KW dubs any tips for a new player like myself play what you like don't force yourself to run content you don't like if you're like but my friend says I have to run crucible and gambit to get powerful drops if you're not having fun then don't play like there's so many avenues for power now just stick to what you're enjoying and that's what that's what I would say I don't have the ability to give you ad free viewing on my channel I don't I would literally throw the ad revenue money away every month to give everybody ad-free viewing on my channel, but I can't. I can only give ad-free viewing to subs. So, I'm not kidding. I would do that. I would just take the revenue and throw it away and be like, you'll never see an ad when you come here. You know, but I can't do that. Virtual reality only. Do you think the recluse is the only problem for PC players on console that recoils? Nah, it, it, it's a problem everywhere. It, it might be more pronounced on PC, but it's 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 a strong weapon everywhere. A 93% damage buff on body shots doesn't really matter if recoils, you know, it might be more pronounced on PC. Um, isn't that every channel? No. Not every channel. Almost most channels don't offer ad-free viewing for subs. That's not every channel. Nighthawks, do you think that they nerfed Master of Arms and then they added a perk to other loot pools? Wouldn't that be a bigger discussion for the other to over the weapon? No, you don't want to take the perk and put it elsewhere. That's not the solution. I want Desperado on other pulses just because Redrix is so old, but I don't know. I don't know if you want to do that. 
Crimson Link. You think Master of Arms should be changed to either a percent? We've already addressed what we think Master of Arms should be. It should be a 33% on body, 20% on crit. I think that'd be fine. It's just 93 on body is the big problem right now. It's such a massive damage. Uh, uh, isn't the issue Master of Arms shorten it to 5 seconds? Yeah, we've already addressed that. Old school. Do you think having special perks on pinnacle weapons hurts PvP or would it be better with basic roles like Rampage? Well, they've moved away from pinnacle weapons for this reason. Right? They've moved away from pinnacle weapons. Uh, I think I missed a sub. Twisted Mentat with 2 months and then 7 months from Man on the Moon. Thank you. It's Lester. Hi, Lono. Just tuned in the stream. I agree. Recluse is a problem. How would you nerf the SMG while maintaining its pinnacle weapon status? This has been answered 10 times over. What needs to happen? Cruxley. Do you think adding Master of Arms to fast-firing weapons? Nope. That's been asked numerous times. MW2 Killer. Do you think they should change the special artifact mods so you can put them on any weapon instead of just having specific weapon mods? Okay. This is a, this is a good question because a lot of people don't agree with me on this, but I don't think that should be restricted. I don't think it should be restricted. You think it's great now. You're not going to think it's great when your god roll hand cannon or your god roll SMG suddenly next season can't run any of the artifacts. Right now, I said that it doesn't make any sense. There's four weapons for Vex Offensive. Two of them are a Pulse and a Scout. So 50% of the Vex Offensive weapon pool, they're irrelevant to the relevant perks that that are used this season. They're irrelevant. So it's like, it doesn't make any sense. Vex Offensive is only here for a season, and half of its weapon pool can't use the relevant seasonal perks. Like, what? It doesn't make any sense. Like, really just slow down and think about that. Vex Offensive is only here for this season, and during this season, there are artifact mods that you can use on the champions. And during this season, two of the weapons from Vex Offensive can't use the relevant mods to the season that they showed up in. It doesn't make any sense. I personally I just think that they should just be applicable to like all primaries if you want to limit it maybe take some of them and make them only applicable on special weapons and then some are only applicable on primaries and then you could really spice things up you know I don't know <clears throat> somebody anonymously gifted us something to uh, N Rocket thank you N Rocket actually has a 23 month badge he's one month away from a gold badge thank you Mexicana with 8 months thank you welcome back um G-O-H-D Sort of off-topic. Don't you think we're long overdue for a one-eyed mask nerf? It's been OP since its inception. Yeah, I don't know what to do to it. I don't have a good answer. Every time this comes up, I'm like, I don't know. Take away wall hacks? That's what I mean, Gig seems to place most of the blame on wall hacks. I don't know if wall hacks is what makes it crazy. When I see a guy running around with that overshield, and he's got Master of Arms procced, I'm like, well, I can't kill this guy. He's invincible. I don't have anything to kill him that fast. I mean, maybe a super, maybe a really, really great aimed heavy. I, <laughs> and like, he literally just run around. He's just running around with an overshield. I'm like, okay. I mean, he comes flying around the corner. I don't have anything that can kill that guy fast enough. I don't. There's just nothing. <laughs> there's nothing in my inventory. A shotgun, you got to shoot him twice. So, 
it's it's the wall hacks is is strong but like being able to plow through the first guy and then the second guy and the second guy and the second guy run away uh, you don't you don't play destiny's pvp if you think you can run away from a titan who just killed the guy next to you like what do you, what do you how are you gonna run away like it's not <laughs> it's not an option a lot of the times you're in a position you're holding a position you're guarding a spot like one-eyed mask is unbelievable i don't know i, I honestly don't know <laughs> yeah imagine running away <laughs> Just run away, forehead. That's all you have to do. One-eyed mask isn't a problem, guys. Just run away, man. Just run. You guys don't know how to run? Come on, chat. All this time. All this time, and all you have to do is run away. It was that simple. Uh, if only these top-tier players like Giggs, Triple Rec, Lumi, and everybody else, if, if only they knew how to run away. Oh, these poor guys. Um... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you do. <laughs> I don't know what you do to one-eyed mask. I limit how much health you get back. Um, wall hacks just doesn't seem necessary, you know. Maybe it should be half a like. Maybe it should be half an overshield. Maybe it should be full health and no overshield. I don't know. Is it like I, maybe just heal because it gives you an overshield, right? Isn't that what it does? Marks the enemy that d- dares to damage you. Track down and destroy your enemy for increased damage. And an overshield. Yeah, like, you kill the guy. <laughs> you kill... <laughs> you kill... <laughs> what? Um, it, 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 I think it's the... Uh, the problem is the overshield. I don't know. Um, it, 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 it seems that, that that's probably the main issue. Uh, that, that's, that's probably where I would place the, uh, the blame. Uh, is the overshield. Because it just makes... It, it just makes the time to kill on that player out of step with basically everything else in the game. You're just not going to kill that guy. Um, yeah, it increases the damage on Master of Arms too. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. I don't, I don't know. It used to insta-heal. Tracking is a bigger problem. I just, I know tracking is a problem, but you have to understand something. Tracking enables them to get that kill to get the overshield, and that's usually when the person becomes a threat and a problem. That's when they're just like, I have an overshield, and I got Master of Arms, and they just kind of keep going. I barely play Crucible, and when I was running Recluse with One-Eyed Mask the one day, I killed like three or four guys in a row, and people in chat were like, man, Lono's going on a tear. And I'm like, I'm unbeatable. What do you mean I'm going on a tear? It's not, I'm not, it's easy. I'm not doing anything. I barely play Crucible. And I look like a god right now, because I'm, <laughs> I'm untouchable. <laughs> just, just, you can't kill me. There's not possible. My my time to kill on you is less than a second. Your time to kill on me is absurdly long. Like I don't even know. It's it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's like bumpers in bowling. It's like I literally can't die. <laughs> I have to be the worst player in the world or get team shot. Like it just isn't gonna happen. And then if I happen to win that fight, I get another overshield and I get another overshield. You know. Uh, Dazgoosh says, Pinnacle weapons broke the main point of the game, which is to chase loot. What is the point of farming the raid if you always are going to have use the same weapon? Man, you, you didn't ask a question. I mean, you did, but you didn't. But this was exactly what motivated my Pinnacle weapon problem video. Everybody thought I was nuts. Even my co-hosts on, on, the, on the Rageous Roundtable, Paul Tassie and 30 and So Gaming were both like, you're crazy. They're not going to get rid of Pinnacle weapons, Lono. They would never do that. And I was just like, they're a huge problem. They're, they're a huge incentivization problem. They're best in class. You get them, you're done. 
and they're outshining everything else in the game. There's no reason to run endgame content. There's no reason to run aspirational content. So yeah, I, that's why they stopped doing pinnacle weapons. They admitted that they weren't. They 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 kind of outgrew their their shoes that they were supposed to be wearing. My biggest concern with all the nerf talk is that Bungie overnerfs something and that never seems to put it back into a reasonable frame at all. Uh, I mean, I hear where you're coming from, but they they didn't destroy Luna's and Not Forgotten. I mean, they might not be as good, but they didn't destroy them. They accidentally, seemingly, destroyed the Breakneck and the Redrix. Um, they didn't destroy the Whisper. They didn't destroy Sleeper. Um, they destroyed Not Forgotten. On PC, they destroyed Luna's and Not Forgotten. Is that because the Ace of Spades? I thought people were still using them. I still see them in... in I still see them. I still see people using Luna's and Not Forgotten in, in pretty, uh, pretty high numbers, I feel like. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong... I thought I checked... Destiny Tracker, and those are still pretty hot, uh, still pretty common weapons. I know on PC, Ace of Spades just, just just demolishes. I think even before the nerf, Ace of Spades was the go-to hand cannon over Luna's and Not Forgotten. Um, so, because it's glitch currently, glitch current. I I don't even know. Not Forgotten is going out of lane. It is shooting at distances that are out of hand cannon range. Oh, oh! Do they not hit it with this nerd with a range drop off or something? Yeah. Look, the problem with Luna's and Not Forgotten was they didn't address the actual appropriate problem on console. The problem was that precision frames were not experiencing bloom uh, and any of the recoil issues. The Luna's and Not Forgotten were not nearly as popular as the Ace of Spades on PC even before nerf. Even before nerf, they were not as popular. You could check all the you could check all the saturation numbers, but on on console they were hugely popular because they didn't have to worry about bloom, recoil, or in air uh, inaccuracy. The in air accuracy problems of like the other hand cannons. So instead of standardizing how all the hand cannons work, they like mess with the lunas and the not forgotten. Um, and so people are like, oh, they're gonna over nerf. They're gonna over nerf. They're gonna over nerf. I think it's really easy to, to, to take care of Recluse. Like, I really do. I think it's really, really easy uh, to do what needs to be done. And they've already done it. They've already done it to Rampage, Swash, and other things. Like, they've already lowered them so they're not the absolute must-have perks anymore. They're nice, but when I use something that has Swash and I use something that has Demolitionist, the difference between those weapons doesn't feel insane anymore. Rampage was just so strong. Like, they reined it in. Same thing with Master of Arms. It just needs reined in. L360, what do you think of Void Titan getting suppression shoulder charge and suppression grenade? I don't really have a strong opinion on that. Uh, the Pyro. Bungie needs to delete Reclu... Skipping. Uh, Jeregra. Sorry if this was mentioned already. Would switching Ricochet to Drop Mag be enough of a nerf without destroying the gun? No. The problem is the damage buff to body shots. Okay, Shy. Uh, I understand why Recluse needs a nerf. But if they're going to do this, we need more unique and good-feeling weapons. Recluse might be broken, but the main reason I use it is because it feels like a powerful gun. Well, I mean, the gun system in general needs a, needs treatment. We need more perks. We need unique perks. We need new perks. Um, so I get it. I understand that aspect. That really doesn't have anything to do with this particular problem, though. There's a lot of different builds you can do right now. There's a lot of different things you can try, and there's no point in doing it because of this gun. 
Uh, Reganowski says, do you think Bungie could ever have a season where all the weapons are balanced enough to run any weapon viably, specifically in harder content? PvP, no. I I think there was times in D1 where I felt like I could use, um, where I could use almost any primary. I was always switching, and and during King's Fall and during Wrath, um, during King's Fall and during Wrath, I was switching my primary all the time, and I didn't feel like it wasn't that painful. I ran a palindrome, I ran an Imago loop, I ran a Genesis chain, I ran an Angel's Advocate, I ran a Treads Upon Stars. Um, I ran a bunch of them, you know. Buddy, if it's not an emergency, I'm in the middle of something, okay? Can you talk to me? Oh yeah, you're right. Oh my gosh, thank you for reminding me. Thank you for reminding me, buddy. I have a bounty I have to do today, and I'm going to run out of time. Shoot, I need to actually end Q&A, and we need to get to the bounty. Yeah. We're going to dress up like Incredibles, and he's going to dress up as Dash, and he's still talking. I actually need to end this Q&A segment. Um, <laughs> I'm not shutting the stream down, but I do need to actually end this Q&A segment. Shoot, I'm actually glad he just reminded me. Um... If you are here right now, don't go anywhere. If you've enjoyed this conversation, if you've enjoyed the back and forth and the interactivity, there were only about five questions left. We actually got like 40-something questions in. Yeah, there was was like five questions left. So I'm sorry to the five remaining questions. That was like an hour and 15-minute Q&A session. If you enjoyed it, click that follow button. Following the channel is the easiest way to support me by clicking the little heart button. Uh, If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe.